Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here. You're listening to The Positivity Effect. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. And I am joined by my new co-host, Mr. Mike. Mr. Audio Velvet, the man, the myth, the legend, the man that is no longer leaving my apartment, my house. He's leaving just paraphernalia all over the place. He's leaving toothbrushes. He's leaving his clothes. He's the unwelcome. He's the welcome guest, actually. I was about to say unwelcomed. What? <laughs> uh, dude, What's you going are on so. The world? You... What's going on? Listening positivity effect audience. Um, welcome. Welcome to another episode, man. We here. Um, you know, we're gonna get into some some more positive conversation, some more positive dialogue with you guys. Dr. Tom, how are you today, bro? I'm good, man. You know, it's uh it's it's I, I enjoy the New York rainy weather. I don't know about oh. you, but it, it there's something about it that it hits me just right. You know, you, you, you can go home, you can watch a nice movie, you can get the as we as our other guest that our other steamed guest uh, that is is on the video right now it's got that snug gear on just chilling feeling comfortable <laughs> um you know sometimes it's good i know it, dark weather sometimes brings us down but i think it's all perspective um i actually have a few new friends in my life that um love the the they talk about how how they love this weather and it just gets them excited and i never thought about it that way and i've been trying to change my mindset on that and it's actually it's enjoyable. I don't know what you think about this gloomy weather, but you probably would rather be on a on a on a boat right now somewhere drinking. You know, a- I actually enjoy this type of weather. Weather I always have. Um, you know, as a kid, I, I would when days like this would would come around, I would like look for excuses to go outside. You know, like when I was a kid, my mom's like, "Hey, go to the store and get." It. I'm like, "Okay, you got it." You know, yeah. I, let me go get my raincoat on, put my hoodie on. Like, I love this type of weather. I don't know if it was if it's because I'm like born in April or what, but like, I even like as a kid would fantasize like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to live in Seattle. (laughs) I guess this is where we differ. I I feel like this is for me to like, this is an opportunity for me to hide, (laughs) go inside, close the shades, you know, like my wife's like, what are you a vampire? Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, this weather is very cleansing, bro. It is. You know, um, it's so good I to have it. seasons. Yeah. I, I, I do. I, I do wish uh, I had the opportunity right now to live in San Diego and have beautiful 70 degree weather every single day. Shout yeah. out to you that have that. It's awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> it's also this uh, is like pumpkin spice latte. Is, yes. Kind of weather, right? <laughs> Nothing like pumpkin spice latte weather. That's for sure. Pumpkin. If you guys haven't picked up yet, that other silky voice. That's on the call today is Kaz hey, Styles. Hey, hey. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Kaz? What's up, everybody? Joining us. Yeah, she's back, guys. For like, I, we promised you part two. Part two. Part two. Here we go. We had to bring. We had to bring Pierce on, though. You know, we we had to make sure that you know he was gonna he was gonna be the, the conductor for tonight. A whole vibe in person. Well, you know, I try, I try, but uh, you know, Kaz is uh, bringing some. Uh, some some new energy, some some you know some positive energy to the show. Um, you know, got a really really great uh, turnout and uh, well feedback from the last time you were on, Kaz, and it was just you were just on for a few minutes, and uh, you know, listeners really kind of took to you, man. So I'm I'm happy to have you back. Yeah, you definitely caught me in a moment where I was at work and. You know how work is, you know, it's definitely, uh, the energy is a lot more, mm-hmm. it's up there. Mm-hmm. Now it's Monday, my day off, I'm home, it's raining, so it's a different, definitely a different mood right now. It's interesting you said energy. <laughs> we, uh, we've been talking a lot about that, you know, in the last few episodes. Yeah, talk to me, let's let's talk. Well, it's that whole aspect, right, of, of managing that energy that you have every single day. 
Oh my God. Yes. So definitely a thousand percent when I'm at work, you know, it's almost like kind of like putting a show, you have to be high energy. I feel like, like my energy definitely sets the tone. So when I'm home, just like how you said, you want to go home and like, you know, bring the blinds down and kind of like, you know, being a little in your little cave, I guess. Um, same thing with me. You know, I, I go through so many personal deep conversations um, back to back after client. And then at the same time, like my own staff talking to them. So by the time I come home, like I just want to do nothing and just chill. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a balance, you know, so. I, I, I thought about that the other day because, um, you know, you know, people, you know, people have like all these like Alexis's and, 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 you know, you, you have your, your voice activated watch and your phone. And it's like, what do people like when you get home and you've talked to people all day long, like you said, like, you know, you're, oh, you're talking to clients, you're talking to, you know, your employees, you're talking like all day long. I'm really like a zombie for real. Try right. to me when I'm just like tapped out in the end of the day, like I'm just like, a real zombie. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it's like sometimes you just want to not... It's like, bro, talk to me about nothing. Like, talk to me about nothing. Talk to me about nonsense right now. It's because sometimes you talk things that are so deep, it's like... Yeah. It gets a little overwhelming. So I definitely know how to balance. I have my highs and I have my lows just like everybody else. But um, it's how you, you kind of channel them, you know? So right now I know that Mondays are my home time, chill time, downtime, you know, uh, touch up on, on the computer and a little work and stuff like that. But, but it's really balanced. You know, I work so hard, so you have to balance because if it's all nothing but work, honestly, if it's nothing but work and positive, positive, positivity too much, it like, it's not real, you know, and I'm a real life person. So it's like. I could honestly say, yeah, I get tired too, you know, where my energy is not always up there. That's why I say drink water, sleep, you know, take care of yourself, be kind to yourself. You know, it's so important. It's so important. Well, Kaz, you know, another hat, you know, hat tip to you and, and your profession, especially right now during this time, because you're in a field where, people come to you for that experience. They come to you to not only get a haircut, but but to have someone that they can bounce ideas off of, someone that is there, um, is, is a person that they confide in. And like you said, it's, you have to kind of manage that energy and make sure that it's also, it's, it's real, it's genuine. Yeah, but and be by there for that, them. You have to like kind of protect your your energy right. too. It. I think. I think a lot of us, including myself, in the past, I, I feel now, especially connecting with more individuals like yourself, and and also just the field that I'm in, uh, on a day to day basis, that we definitely take. I would say my. You know, I want to own up to it, and I and anybody listening, I'm sure you've been there too. We we take someone like yourself for granted at times, Kaz, you know, we go in, we, we come in, we get our haircut, we tell you our life story and we run out not mm-hmm. recognizing that we just dumped <laughs> a, a pile on you, on your shoulders, you know? And I can only imagine, especially with what's happened this year, you've, you've heard, you've, you've been like the, the, uh, you know, Almost, you've you've not only been people's barber, you've been their psychologist, you've been their oh my God, social it's worker. Oh, so heavy! <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. So heavy, like and I Mike, thought, you too, brother. Oh, uh, thanks for thinking yeah, of me, guys. Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm still here we on all the show. had our our fair share in 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 all of this, you know. So it's about perseverance and just keeping our our head above the water, you know. But um. I remember, I remember before the pandemic, I would go through like 22 clients, right? That was like the most I can probably fit in a day, 22, 26. I'll probably do like 18 on the regular, but these are like 18, 30 minute conversation, like full depth conversation. So I have a conversation with a client. He's happy. Then the next client, he's sad. Then the next client talks about someone who died. And then the next client is someone is going to get married. And then the next time it's like, Every day I'm, I'm trying to be compassionate and take all this in. 
and that's why now after the pen, like now that, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but now that things kind of like slowed down, I gave myself another day to, to, to really like take it all in because now it's like even worse. Like the conversations are longer. So now my appointment times are an hour and then I'm talking to these people and it's like, there's so much death, you know, there's so much like jobs that are not even there. Like, you know, I'm so thankful that I'm in a good place, but it's like, I have to be there for these people too. You know, sometimes people just need someone to talk to and, and still, I still have to take that energy in and, and, um, kind of like balance my own energy. So it's just a lot of fighting, (laughs) a lot of personal perseverance, you know, just gotta just roll with the punches. I definitely, uh, like learn, Every day we're learning. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, that's, um, yeah, you know, to be for to give you a perspective from, you know, the other side of the chair, uh, like we as as customers, as clients, we really, really appreciate a barber who not only, you know, listens to us and is is there to, you know, to kind of play that that kind of therapist kind of role, um, but is also positive. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like I don't know Tom have you ever like have you ever had a barber who, who's like who who doesn't talk and it, like has no personality you know it kind of takes away from the whole experience you know you can get a fantastic cut right but if you feel like you're just like a number you know he's just like next well it's the reason why you down, like, you know he doesn't ask you how how you doing or she doesn't say like you know you know how's your day today how you feeling you kind of feel like, you know what? That that haircut was okay. It's the reason why you go to the shop and there may be like five people sitting and there's a few barbers that still have their chairs empty. (laughs) Those barbers with the empty chairs are not practicing that. They're not thinking about how they can inter, they can relate to their customers and connect with their customers and provide that experience. It is a it is a good balance though because I have had the the opposite extreme where I, you know you have a barber that's like too social and it's like he's talking to everybody that comes in the shop you know he does like one little cut on your he's like zip and then now he's talking to somebody else for like five ten minutes and he comes over does another little quick line and then he's like oh my god bro can you please just finish my haircut I have a question Kaz. <laughs> On that point, I've always thought about this and I've never had the opportunity to ask a barber specifically. Do you ever, like, if you have people waiting for you, do you feel like, 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 like weird? Like that, like they're not going to the other barbers, not your place. You had a good vibe there, but maybe if you've seen in other barbershops or you know people, it's a weird, like, I feel bad. I I feel bad not taking the empty chair. (laughs) I, I, I experienced that personally, like if people like they want me, like, I mean, this was like a while back um, when like everybody would just come in for a haircut. Like I would really get nervous. And I knew as an artist, don't I don't like cutting hair like when I'm nervous, you know, like they're like hawking me down, waiting to get in my chair. Um, What were you saying about feeling bad about them not going to the other chair? No, it's like that. Like you see that there's other barbers and their chairs are empty. And like, there's like a bunch of people waiting for you. I know as the, as the customer, I've felt almost awkward. I'm like, should I get up and give that guy the business and not wait for the person that came in to wait for? You know what I'm talking about, Mike? Do you ever feel that? I get it. I mean, that's pretty considerate, but. I guess that's why I'm like, that's why I take appointments, you know? Right. So we don't have to deal with that. I think that's like a very old school kind of, I don't know if you're a barber, you're not taking appointments. There's a situation right there. <laughs> you know, so no one should be on, on you because then I feel like you're not about your money. You know, you have to be about your service. You have to be about your time. And, and Unless you just want everybody why. to hustle and bustle and that's it. Yeah, and there's usually a reason why that that person doesn't get as much business as everyone else. Either they're not doing the legwork to build up their own client. Oh, there's so many. There's so many factors. Right. I mean, I try to do the best with my team and try to encourage them, teach them how to work the chair, see how they conversate with the clients. Like, I'm happy to say 
so far so good you know they know how to talk to people they know how to engage they know how to make people feel comfortable so i think that's what makes my store different i mean i can't speak for other barbershops but i get like i said i get the grind i get why they do it but yeah no it's it's a whole experience you know i had um i had uh uh, dreadlocks for 13 years Mm -hmm. right and so, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to the barbershop for those 13 years. And when I finally cut my locks and it was time for me to, you know, to go to a barbershop for the first time in 13 years, I literally had like anxiety. Like I, I was super nervous and like just the whole process of choosing a barbershop and then going into that barbershop and then trying to ascertain, all right, who's the best barber in here, Right. Because you don't want to pick the the barber who's always free and always never has any cut because he might not be the best person to cut. And then got the rookie. Yeah, you get the rookie, and then you're really gonna feel bad about saying, uh, you know, after you get your first cut and you're like, damn, I picked the wrong one. <laughs> it's like, uh, sorry, I'm actually gonna wait for this guy over here this time. Like you feel super <laughs> bad. But I remember, I remember the first time going to the barbershop and Dude, my I had so much anxiety. I turned around, like I, I was like, I, I'm not ready. I can't, I can't do this yet, you know, because it's 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 so cultural. Like it's so, you know, like choosing a barber is like 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 I don't know, like choosing a mechanic. You, you know, know what? Anything. I I love clients like you. I love the <laughs> unsure, the because I just know how to just to talk to you guys and make you feel comfortable and listen and oh. like you know, like I just I don't know. I'm I'm different. And I try to train the people that work with me, like kind of teach them how to make feel com- people feel comfortable. Because if you had one of your boys that had dreads too, that um, was so happy with, you know, he had it for so long and he got a haircut, that would be a really high recommendation. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it would be like, no questions asked. I've had so many people and I'm blessed to say so many people come to me. They're like, you know what? I trust you. I don't even care. Like work your magic, do your thing. You know, you were, you were, both you guys were, you know, for the first time you, you, you know, you got haircuts by me. Like you, you seen your experience, like, you know, (laughs) yes. Consummate professional, professional, (laughs) super comfortable. Um, And fast too. I I appreciate a, a fast barber, you know, some people, um, you know, are good barbers, but take like, like forever, you know, that's I, just because you have opinion, no hair to cut, you know, <laughs> I, yeah, but some barbers are just kind of just, you know, they're, they're very, they're, they're, they're very meticulous. Right. right. Um, so, you know, their meticulousness causes them to kind of move a little slower because they're kind of going back and double checking everything, which I appreciate. I'm right. like Edward Scissorhand, like, yeah, you're like, and, and, and holding conversations at the same time, like. Like you, you are like, you flow, like you flow with it really, really nicely. Um, it's like, once I see it, I'm like, I'm in it, I'm in it, but then I'll just talk. I don't know. I don't know. I figured something, it figured out something, you know, <laughs> Tom, no. I also see you, uh, you got a haircut. You're looking good over there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank now you. I know that whenever you come back for another cut, I know what to do. You know the style, yes. You, it, it, it seems like you get a little brave, going a little lighter on the side. Yeah, I got a, I got a nice fade on the side. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Yeah. Looking good. Yeah, I don't do the line. Uh, I don't it's have the okay. line. Have to. Yeah. Keep it natural. I see. I see. <laughs> good over there, Tommy. So, so Cass, tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, your shop. Um, you know, just kind of, you know, the. The logistics, where is it located, how long you guys been around, like, um, you know, what was it like during this whole shutdown? Um, you know, because the listeners out there, I think they've been able to ascertain so far that you are a barber. Okay. Uh, but they may not know that you are a master barber and that, you know, you, you're a boss out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. tell me a little bit more about that. So I am located in Woodside, Queens, on between 69 and 70th Street and Roosevelt. Um, it's 69, 69-16 Roosevelt Avenue. We're up. We're located on the second floor, which makes us like a little private because we have our own suite, if you should say. And um, 
yeah. What was the other question? How this whole pandemic? Yeah, yeah. Well, tell us a little. It's it's called Style Studios. Right. Style Studio, yeah. Woodside Queens. We've been around for three years. We just hit three years this month. I recently had uh, an anniversary party, which turned out to be um, as you were saying, yeah, as uh, as COVID can get an anniversary party in New York City. Mm. Number one, mm. shout out to the anniversary. That's right. Three years. Three years in the biz. You know what's so interesting? It's like, I feel like I've been doing this for so long that I can't justify the, like, yeah, business three years. Cool. But it's like, I just feel like I've been around for, for a long time, you know, especially like growing up with my family. So, I mean, I have a, no, I don't want to say I have a hard time, but like compliments for me, I, I, I'll take them. I'm just such a doer. It's like, all right, yeah, three years, watch four, you know, like. Mm-hmm. I, I think when you, yeah, when you start to really love success and just the, the, the art of getting after success, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not about the, the milestones anymore. It becomes more about the process and just feeling that improvement on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. I mean, oh man, there's so much, there's so much more, uh, to be done. And, and if anything, like three years, it's like, man, I'm, I'm still such a baby, you know? Um, and I just, I'm excited for the future. Definitely. And I said that before, cause I feel like we're just working on so much more things. Um, yeah, I mean, you'll see it's all visual, right? Yeah, so one of those one of those things is 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 good vibes, right? Break break down a little bit. Tell us more about uh, about your whole good vibes thing that you got going on. Uh, the second floor, the good vibes, the logo, like yeah, all of that. Um, so man, when I tell you everything is organic, I can't even tell you where it started. Good vibes started as my tattoo on my hand. And that just turned into that just turned into something we always say, you know. I was able to get a vinyl so big that that said "Good Vibes," the color, uh, the same way I have it tattooed on me. And I don't know, we just been rocking out with that ever since. Were you always that that person that wanted to be to, nah, to live man, that kind I of life? You, all of this just literally just happened. I think. I think. I think once upon a time I was coming from a lot of bad vibes, or at least I felt that the vibes weren't as what I wanted to be. So I, I, once I got my shop, I was like, nothing but good vibes here. Keep all the bad ones out of here. And I just we kept so strong about that, you know? Right. And um, that's what it turned into. I mean, the good vibes is, 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 uh, is uh is an action, you know. So the action in style studio is the good vibe. And you you feel it as soon as you as soon as you walk into the shop, like you. I hope you, so. I do the best feel, I can to try to keep it up. You feel those good vibes, <laughs> um, which you know it, it's it that that's what kind of separates uh, style studio from a lot of other shops out there. Is that you know, good vibes has kind of become, um, you know, like your mantra, your mm-hmm. your philosophy, right? Yeah. Uh, it's it's like you said, it's an actionable thing, um, but it's also a feeling, right? It's also like we've been talking about. It's also that energy, um, and so it's you know, it's it's all around you when you walk into the shop. Like you you feel it immediately as soon as you come in the door. Um, you know, you're, you're just inundated with so many great positive colors and, 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 and just how the shop is set up and you're greeted as soon as you hit the door. Uh, but then you've got, you know, just good vibes stuff everywhere, right? You, you can, you've got your, your t-shirts, Merch, your, yeah. your coats, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're, and it's on your walls and it's just, you're, you're constantly reminded. You're like submerged into that world. Yeah. 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 And, and 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 what you do is you find that it's actually difficult if you walked in there feeling a little depressed, feeling a little negative. It's actually difficult to hold on to that energy when you're in your shop, which is very difficult to do. You know, uh, and that's not anything you can do 
uh, um, it, it's natural, right? It, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't do that synthetically, right? You can yeah. only do that naturally. And I, I think that's great, yo. You know, and Kaz, I think too, you, I, I can relate in this way that, uh, and Mike, I, I want to hear your input too, just working with students. Every so, when you have that certain mantra that you live by or that your business ethos lives by, and now you have this culture that everybody in that environment also lives by, you, you, you attract, for you, it's customers. You attract customers into that business that also naturally tend to have that type of ethos also. And you mm-hmm. start having less and less over time. The more that you kind of hammer out this type of culture and ethos in your environment, it could be your family environment, your the friends that you hang out with, your, your work environment, so your business that you're running. Mm-hmm. And like over time, and I've been noticing this in my own business too, and also in, in, in our business, Mike, mm-hmm. is over time, it, it's, there's less and less and less of the stuff that you don't want. You start like, it's almost like trimming the hedges, trimming the bushes. Like all of a sudden now it more and more and more, we, we're talking about people in particular. You're bringing in more of these people that just are attracted, are attracted to the environment that you've built and that you, that you prune, right? Like a bush. And for example, like today, I had somebody that came in that was like, it was like, whoa, like I felt this really Strong something connection. I didn't want, it's something I don't, and that we don't jive with here in this, in this environment. And I, me and my staff were talking after I said, nope, like, I don't think this is somebody that I really want around here. And it was mm. be- because we've, we've really put the work in to build this type of culture that we want here, that as soon as we saw this what came in, it was like, like hit me. It was like, like I felt it. I felt like the person was like, I felt their energy on my chest. It was like crazy. Like Mm. when you really start to live your life a certain way, right. You can, you can pick up on that energy that people are putting out. Yeah, definitely. You know, I feel like. Have you ever had to tell a a, a client um, not to come back? No, I'll never say not to come back. I mean, yeah, no, I wouldn't say don't come back. Yeah. But but I definitely had experiences with clients like you could tell they just don't talk. They don't they're just like not nasty, but they don't speak. I'll probably say one or two questions and if they're not really like say more than one answer, then I'm just like, all right, just shut up, do the haircut and let them go. <laughs> you know, I mean I mean you 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 can't satisfy everyone. They could so just be a quiet person. Huh? They could just be a quiet person too. Mm, maybe, maybe, maybe some 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 clients that <laughs> I can tell that they're cool, and then it and then maybe like the third haircut, then they start to open up. Right. But it's cool. I mean, I'm not, I'm not there to. I mean, I'm there to talk if if, if they want to, but I'm really there just to provide them with a good haircut. You know. Mike, have you noticed that in your in your world because you've put teams together? When you when you start when you're running something a certain way and it you start to people just get naturally attracted to that way that things are being done and you know like you know when it, when something or somebody something or somebody comes in that just is like a wrench you know like in in the, in the gear like it throws everything off you can kind of feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, I I guess because I work a little bit more like in. With, you know, like grassroots organizations and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind you kind of have to work with individuals who, for whatever reason, they may not jive. Uh, you know, the energies may not you know connect or, or may be a little off. But you kind of don't have a choice um, if you know you're working with somebody for the greater good. Um, so you know, and then also too, like the older you get you know, the more people, the more you're dealing with people who have already established their perspectives and opinions and they feel like they know best. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes, you know, you'll come across a personality that, you know, has done something differently than the way you do things and it's worked for them for whatever reason. 
but it doesn't necessarily work for you or for your organization, your entity or what have you. And so that's always a little bit difficult, right? Um, you know, two people are taking two separate paths, but to get to the same destination. Um, so it's, it's, you know, that's always a difficult thing to work out, but you do, you just have to kind of work it out. And, you know, personalities, um, you know, are, are, they just, they're, there's, there's an infinite amount of different type of personalities out there. doesn't matter how old you get, you know, you're always going to meet somebody new and be like, damn, I've never met anybody like that before. Like, <laughs> They were really this, or they were really that. Like you know, it. it ne- you'll never be, you know, not surprised at how people are. So you kind of have to just roll with the punches sometimes, right? We don't have the luxury of just saying, you know, sorry, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Or you know, when you're in business, sometimes you don't have that luxury. So you kind of have to just kind of work it out. Um, but you know, like like this is the positivity effect, right? So you know, yeah. what I always remember is to stay positive right never sink to whatever level that they're on right mm. um you know and some you know sometimes that fighting fire with fire doesn't work you know it doesn't work well you mike know, you know and and I, not to get political but you know you can't help the current events isn't it also too just on everything that we see that's going on on both sides like that's the thing that we're missing is that no one wants to just have honest conversation with each other anymore you know it's 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 and I, I just think as humans, if if we can get back to being having being open to hear someone else's perspective and not chop them down, being open to hear, uh, you know, especially if you're like Kaz, you're you're a leader, right? You're a leader in your shop and mm-hmm. your neighborhood and where you live and and the people that follow you on social. You you only get to that point where you're you're a good leader because. People look up to you the way that you carry yourself and the energy that you put out. And I think I, 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 we, need, we need to get back to that as a society is, is just being open and, and, and willing to have conversations with each other. That's a lot of work. You're, you're, you're kind of going against like social media and, you know, like to have those real human connections I love real human connections. I feel like that's like, that's what keeps me going. You know, can you imagine all the teachers? I mean, um, yeah, think about it. Like all the teachers, like who, who, who are teaching because they love children. Now they're all remote. So it's like, they they won't, they can't even hug their students. You know, they can't even see them in their faces, you know, like that human connection is so important and um, we shouldn't lose it. But sad to say we are, everything is virtual now, you know, how can I give you a hug? <laughs> you know, how can you feel me so excited if, if, if you can't see me, right? Or like, it, it's just different when somebody's in front of you. It's so different. You know? Yes. So shout out to the teachers holding on strong, you know, because for them, it's like a job for them now, you know, they just have to do what they're told, but the, the, the teacher student connection of just like, it's not, it's hard. It's not there. I feel like you could weigh in on this mic pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Oh man. Don't get me started. You um, see what I'm saying? Like <laughs> <laughs> It's well, let me just say, first of all, like the, the, this whole remote learning thing, it's, it's difficult for everybody involved. You know, it's, it's so difficult for the students, such an adjustment. It's tough for the teachers. It was tough for teachers when they were in the classroom. Now they're at home. They're not really supported with supplies and things. They're digging in their own pockets to make this happen. And they don't have the, you know, the, the, like you said, the interpersonal connection um, that really learning is based on. Mm -hmm. You You can't, you can't teach anyone anything until you build a relationship with them. Um, There has to be a trust established, you know, uh, in order for whatever you're teaching to be received. You can't do that, you know, looking at a, at a computer screen. Uh, no. And it's difficult for parents, you know. I really, really feel for these parents, man. Like, I don't care if you're an at-home parent. Now, all of a sudden, you have to be a teacher, you know. Um, if you work, like, <laughs> you know, like, you have to monitor your kids, make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do when you're not there. Um, I know 11, 10 year old, 11 year old, 12 year old me, 
left at home to his own devices. I'm not turning off my PlayStation to turn on a laptop to go to school. Like I'm, you know, like I'm going to be difficult. I'm, I know I'm going to be difficult. I'm going to sneak and do some. I'm going to turn on the computer, and then I'm just not going to be in front of it. I'm, yep, I'm here. I'm present, and I'm going to do something else, right? Like, what about those kids whose parents are not there to say, hey, listen, turn that off, turn off the TV, come back inside, you know, do your work. Like, it's very difficult, and a lot of people are going to be left behind. Um, and it's, it's, we're going to feel this for generations. Man. Generations, we're going to feel, a, a lot of this we're going to feel for generations, but that's just one aspect. Um, is this is going to be a huge educational gap amongst uh, this generation of young people. And I don't even know what that's going to look like compared to other countries. My God. Yeah. So the certainty is so, is so unreal. Like, yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) it's terrible. Um, And I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on this show, but I've said it before on other shows. Like I hate the term new normal. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I hate that term because I don't want to accept this way of life. As normal. I don't want to do it. I don't want to accept it. Oh, like, you said that when you were with me, and I was like, bro, get that shit out of your head. It's done. Like, this, no, everything no. you thought about in the, it, like, everything you wish you could have back, like, it's done. Like, you have to be like water now and start to, like, form into something else because it's done. Like, I'm telling you, at the anniversary party, it was like a rude awakening. Like I invited so many people and you know how much it sucks to invite people. And you're like, Hey, thank you for coming. Sit down because if you're standing up, they're going to kick you out. Like, okay. 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 Wait, 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 you know, wait. like, so, so uh, you showed me a video of your last party. Yo, right? which that, I will say that. that was was keep, hey guys, keep a PG here. <laughs> oh, we are keeping it PG. It PG. And it was lit in a way that people were 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 standing. They were dancing. They had a drink in their hand. Now because of COVID, you can't stand by a bar. You cannot even stand up. You have to be seated. Um you can't even order your drinks. The waitress has to come to you. And now everywhere you go, everyone's like short staff because you know, how are you gonna have how are you gonna have all these people if, if your business is limited? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so the norm, like, bro, this is the new norm now. Let's, but let's ask know? the hard questions, though. <laughs> it, is is it the new normal? Do we have to be be like water? You know, like like um, Bruce Lee would say, "Be like water, my friend." Or you have to. do, but on you the on the flip side, Kaz, do do we have to stand up? Do we have to stand up for what we feel is the way that life should be, and not allow life to be moved in the direction that it's going? I mean, I mean. If, like in my case, like who made the rules? It was the city that makes the rules. The establishment was only following the rules in order to keep their business up, uh, keep their business up. So what if they said like, oh, you know what? I don't want to follow these rules. Then they're going to they're going to they're going to get shut down. And by getting shut down, I'm sure they're going to have a crap ton of bills they have to pay for, you know, and have to deal with all of that. So it's like. What can you do? Well, you know what frustrates me is is there's a, there's just a lot of you know hypocrisy too from people that quote unquote f- are being positive about the changes and saying we're following this rule or we're going to follow this change and do this. For example, like I may see somebody on one side of their mouth say I'm going to follow all these rules that are put in place now for this new normal, right? Quote unquote. Uh-huh. But then they'll walk into a restaurant. Put them where, like, for example, where face protection, mask protection, sit down at the table, but then mm-hmm. take that off and have a conversation. And there's someone literally four feet or six, I'm sorry, yeah. six feet down, you know, it's next to like them. It's almost like a contradiction, right? It's the biggest contradiction. So uh, we have to ask ourselves, like, as humans, like, do we do we just allow life to, to so, move in this way? Or do we, we question, so at least question? <laughs> so it's funny because I was really trying to process that i was like okay i was like i understand capacity a thousand percent a thousand percent i understand capacity but not to stand up is really like it really really bugged me out like not even dancing like how are you gonna go to uh, anywhere like a lounge or a bar or whatever it is and not dance like i understand six feet away from each other you know social distancing but like they just don't want you standing at all like how does that make sense 
And I was just really sitting there questioning the whole night. Like, this is, this is funny. Like, if anybody wants to go out, like, just stay home. It's not even worth it. Like, dance at home, drink your alcohol at home, and just go to sleep. Because, because like, <laughs> you can't go to the bar anyway. You can't, they, I don't know, get the dating apps or something like that. Like, everything is just going to be done home. But Meet up at the park or something because... I want to make this distinction, Kaz, because <laughs> it's very important. There could be somebody listening that that has lost a family member or a friend, you know, from, from COVID. And, and don't get it twisted, guys. I'm not... I'm not, this was I'm not the anti, I'm not like an anti masker or, you know, cause we're talking about masks right now. I'm not that guy. Uh-huh. It's, it's, we have to be questioning these things. For example, I know, I know some people older, I have older clients of mine that had lost family members and even themselves, they say, we want to get back to normal life. And they're very upset. They're still upset that they lost a family member from COVID, but they, they even them every, it's 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 affected every generation the great generation gen y x the millennials right mike we were talking to we had on um you know carlene the other day and we were talking about her generation how just the young you know teenagers and 20 year olds that are in college right now and how their their whole life has been just totally turned upside down We need to be asking ourselves these questions and just not allowing, you know? I, I agree. I definitely agree. So then what do we do? What do we do? Well, Mike, I mean, what are your thoughts? Because man, we, we do, we run a company called Dapper Effects and we live, we live by certain values. We don't allow people to, to tell us that we don't, we can't uphold those values, you know? And it's, I just think it's important to, to take a stance and and say this is this is what we believe in this is how we feel life should be and right. how life should be for for those that we love and um well i think um you know right now it, it, it's uh we're in a very precarious time because it's 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 a lot of, there's a lot of gray area right right um a lot of things are uh, suggested as opposed to man- mandated, they're required yeah. as opposed to, uh, you know, um, you know, being written into law, right? And so I think, and, and too, everyone is going to have a different opinion. It really depends on what you believe, how serious you think this whole thing is. Some people think it's a hoax. Like, it really depends on what you believe, yeah, it's right? It's not a hoax. And we don't believe, by the way, we don't believe that here at the positivity effect. Like, we, COVID-19 is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like It's it's a real thing, on the, uh, a thousand percent. Like I said, everybody at my event, we had our masks on. Like I said, I I I, I, I get the whole social distancing and stuff like that, but it it, it was just real odd, you know? Like, right. like, this is really real life. Like, I would just stay home, but... But then that sucks too. So. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's 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 what that's what they're encouraging everyone to do, right? Stay home. Um, I, like I said, I think we get into dangerous waters once um, the state and, and 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 you know national federal governments try to start regulating things uh, by writing you know writing it into legislation. You know, well, we have um, listeners in all different states, you know, across the country. And I feel like for us, us, you know, all three of us are in New York. I think we probably have some of the most strictest right now. Yes, that's why I said New York City, like throwing a party in New York City, Queens. Like I said, the anniversary was, I think, as best as it can get. <laughs> but uh, well, trust me, I want to go back to the when parties were like sweat boxes, right? <laughs> we're not going to have that anymore. <laughs> you're like, damn, do I want to go in and you look inside, you see the windows all foggy. You're like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that anymore. Right, right. No, like I going back to just being positive, like you see it, you learn from it, you take it in, and you really try not to let that get the best of you. You know, like I said, like, I was upset, you know, during during the anniversary party because it was so new to me. But I think I kind of just sat there and I realized, like, you can't let this take you down, you know, because it is 
it is a party, you know, you don't want everybody to kind of pick up that energy, but I'm happy. I'm really, really happy. Like towards the end, it, it turned out good. It turned out really good. Everybody was just sitting there drunk because there was nothing else to do. So, you know, we were just getting loud and laughing. And I, I guess, I guess that was the cool, like, um, human part, you know, where, where we were all kind of just in this, on the same boat. You know, so I, I guess that experience alone was was amazing because these are I'm, I'm in a room with a, f- a whole bunch of people that I know and some I don't know, but it was cool. We all kind of just like dealt with it together. So I guess like with that whole thing, like, you know, we're in this together, like we really are in this together. So with that being said, you can't get upset, right? You just have to kind of deal with it. Got it, got it. Um, all right. Well, there's that. There, see, there, there goes those good vibes again, man. Yeah, man. Because I would be really upset. <laughs> 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 Gotta stop myself. <laughs> you know, Kaz, you're so positive and, and upbeat. It's like it's it's difficult for me to picture you like really upset. And I know, I'm sure you do. Oh right? my god, bro! I'm from Queens. I got the whole hood in me, like. <laughs> It, it can get really bad, you know. I had I used to fight a lot. Like my jaw is broken because I fought someone. Like, like, like I said, I came from uh, hard times growing up, and it wasn't. It's nothing that I have now. So I know how to like. I know how to control my anger, I guess. But I rather just be good and try not have anybody piss me off because. Nobody wants to see that side. Nobody <laughs> wants to see a bad side. <laughs> I think we all do, right? Like, you like the Hulk. I love the Hulk. Because, you know, they're like, you know, how, how do you not, like, well, you know, like, how do you not bug out? And he's like, you know, he, he keeps it inside, you know? No, it's true, Kaz. A couple episodes, we were talking about, like, triggers and what triggers you. And I made a joke to Mike. I said... I was like, speak for yourself. And then we left and, and Mike was like, yeah, no, like you looked at me, you're like, no, dude, like everybody has their triggers. And I was laughing because it's true. Like the, even, even myself, right? The host of the positivity effect, I have triggers. Has mm-hmm. you have triggers. Mike, you have triggers. Like we all have things that, and I think it, it comes down to, to knowing what those are and, and identifying them. And, and then kind of going back to what we talk, we've been kind of riffing on a lot lately, Mike, is just getting yourself around people that aren't going to, tr- aren't going to take you down those paths of trigger of being triggered and being around environments that aren't going to trigger you. It's so important. I think so many people go through life unaware of that and they allow themselves to go down these, these paths where it's just, it's not, it's not productive for them. And when I say productive, I don't mean like work, you know, when I say, you know what I mean? It's more of, is it productive for their life? Is it, is it life-giving? Are they just going down a path where, mm. right, they're in an environment or around people that are, are pulling them into those triggers that is not healthy for them? And mm-hmm. it sounds like you got a good grasp of that through your life, and, that, and that's why you have this, this barber shop now that people come to from, they drive miles and miles and miles to come see you because of this vibe, the good vibes, you know, for lack of a better term, like, using your slogan, like that's the energy that you attract into your business. And I think many of us at times feel like we, we can't make a difference in life. We may feel like we, we have to like celebrities make the biggest difference or we see, we see all these big, big characters, right. Of people in life. And we think like, Oh man, I can't, I can't ever be that. And it's so not true. It, it, it's, it's, it's literally the energy you're putting out from yourself around every single human that you interact with on a daily basis. But it all starts with you, who you're looking at in the mirror. You know, when people, um, like when some guys or even gals, when they get their hair cut and I ask them what they want and they always show me a picture and they're always like, I don't think it's going to look right on me. And I said, why not? But you like it, right? And they're like, yeah, but I don't know if it's going to fit my head shape or whatever it is. I said, look, you like it, own it. You know, like it's yours. So, so basically, like, don't question yourself, you know. 
No, that's right. Always go with your first mind, right? Go with your gut. Always, man. <laughs> no, that's that's uh, that's that's sound advice. And you actually have some good. I was actually going to do that the other day when I came to see you, Cass. I was, I was going to be that guy that came in with the picture. You should have <laughs> given me a picture, so at least so at least I know how to make you happy. You know. Shout but out to the barber shops that have the the nineteen seventies haircuts on the wall, the pictures. Right. And you point, you're right. like, I want that one. It's like the MC Hammer haircut. <laughs> uh, but but she's so insightful that number one, she doesn't even need one of those 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 posters. Um and, and number two, like you you I, I explained what I wanted and I didn't even really explain it in great detail. I think I started it and then like you just kinda like got it and you gave me exactly what I would have showed you in the picture, which is crazy. Amazing. You know, that, that, I'm telling you, ma- master barber, only a master barber. It's because I listen. Yes. It's because I really listen. I listen into, like, the in-betweens, like, all right, well, if he's been growing it up for four months, that means he doesn't want to cut the top. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I put pieces together. Yeah, no, that was fantastic, man. That was fantastic. Um, just a really great, great experience. Um, you know, and, and again, you can tell you can tell a good barber shop not only by the barbers who work there, but the people that come there to get their hair cut. You know, uh, man, you've seen it. Yeah, yeah. This was the second time I was I was there, and you know, you end up not just talking to the barbers, but you end up talking to the other people who are waiting to get their hair cut um, that are complete, that were complete strangers to you, you know, two, two, five minutes ago before they came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, again, it's just that good vibe environment that attracts, um, you know, like-minded, positive people. Um, I mean, it, it was just, it, it was just great. Like I'm sitting there getting my hair cut and I'm talking to like two, three people I've never met before, but I'm having like the most stimulating conversation to the point where, when you were done cutting, I was like, Oh shit, wait, was she, she was cutting my hair that whole time. Like, you know, you have a good culture when everybody there has this like connection, almost like they almost like being like in like, like, Hey, I own a Harley Davidson. You do. Oh dude, we're brothers now. Like, right. Oh, you go, you get your hair cut by Kaz. Yo, me too, yo. And, and now you're like hanging out. You're going to get lunch together. So you, it sounds like you've created that in your environment. And yeah. I noticed that with, with, with what we do with Dapper Effects. I've noticed with anybody that listens to the positivity effect, it's like an immediate connection. So that's really cool that, that your customers feel that way when they come in. They may, they may just be meeting each other, but they feel instantly connected. I also like bringing people together where they kind of like, cross promote like whatever it is they do Uh, you know like somebody who you know oh i produce music oh i write music you know like perfect so you're a connector you're 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 also a a master connector i like connecting people i like everybody's a puzzle that belongs somewhere Ooh! oh mike we got another we're 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 (laughs) time stamping that that that's now quoted to kaz Cassandra Mendoza, she owns that quote. Everybody's a puzzle. They've lost. I somewhere. love that. Yeah, bro, Can you put that? Yo, Kaz, that's your next T-shirt. A big ass puzzle with that with that quote <laughs> in the middle. I love it. Man, <laughs> you better do it because I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it before I'll you. Put that puzzle out there, Mike. Get that T-shirt design loaded up quick. Yeah, we got to hurry up and trademark it. <laughs> get it copyrighted. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry Kaz we cut you in we cut you in <laughs> definitely definitely man you know what I just thought of you know how Biden had um the fly the fly did you um, see the one with the with the fly and then the doo 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 and they had that guy that um dog face no, with he, the, he made the fly with the drink with, the, with having the drink what is that like a meme <laughs> you finish yours and then I'll go <laughs> I'm no, so excited what I'm right now. Say is that when all of that happened, uh, I, I think one of his designers made like the like the fly swatters, and it like sold out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, have have you seen that guy on on TikTok? The guy Dogface that was on a skateboard drinking the ocean spray. No, but you can send it to me. I will. Are well, you, he are blew you TikTok up. Guy? You like TikTok? I do. I enjoy it. Follow <laughs> follow follow us, guys at Dapper Effects. Or at the ear doc, check us out. 
<laughs> but there was this guy that blew up and he's like he was drinking ocean spray so somebody took that song and then it zoomed in on the fly on 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 uh on mike pence's head and 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 the, the fly was dancing with the with the, the same song with the, the ocean spray <laughs> like it's crazy that this fly just stole the whole show stole the show like that's crazy Nobody knows about anything that was said during that whole debate. I have to say, as humans, we all have way too much time on our hands. <laughs> some, of the, the some of the content that's been coming out has been top-notch, grade-A content. <laughs> oh, yes. They've People been have been getting really famous on TikTok. Yeah. We should swing that over to that platform. Get a, get a little, Let's do some TikTok dances. You want to you do a flash dance at the shop? We can do whatever it put. We're open to do whatever you want. <laughs> I thought they were banning TikTok. What no, man, it's being it's like a, it's being uh, held bought par, uh, privately by. I think it was actually bought by. Actually, you know, I don't want to say because I don't know. The, it, I thought it was Oracle, but some big tech company bought them, and and they're staying here in the U.S. I now. Microsoft was trying to buy them. Right, yeah. right. It was like a ridiculous. Like there was it was billions of dollars or something. Wait, outrageous. so they're not buying them? They're they're being bought, or they already have been bought. You know what? I'm hold on. Let me look this up. Like, let me start. <laughs> I was like, hold up! I bought an extra uh, uh, some extra stocks because I thought they were going to be bought by. <laughs> All right, September nineteenth, TikTok confirmed Oracle's role. So it's a company called Oracle, and said it was working with Walmart on a commercial partnership. So something, yeah, I think it has to do with Oracle. I don't think it's. Yeah, they Oracle beat the bid. Yeah, Oracle, the company Oracle beat out Microsoft for the bid. What? Yeah, you might want to be dropping that Microsoft. <laughs> oh, is like, yo, she's pulling the portfolio up. Someone <laughs> <laughs> stocks right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna definitely be something that's uh, very prevalent in culture. So. <laughs> All Until right, I'm gonna, gonna do some research. I do find I, it is a platform that you can really get lost in, but I do find it kind of cool, especially with everything right now, how people are there. I've, I've out of all of the social media platforms, it seems to have a lot of the, a lot of positivity on it. It's just a lot of like strangers just dancing with each other. Like the one person does a dance and then someone else does the same. And it's, and it's a lot of, a lot of positive stuff. There's, there's, I've seen some negative, but it really, it, it, there's a, there's a lot of positive people connecting with each other on the, on the platform. So I definitely, uh, from that perspective, I appreciate seeing that kind of stuff because a lot of the stuff we see, like on, forget Twitter. Twitter is just, it's, you know, I, I, I've, I try to avoid Twitter. I don't know about you guys, but inst- even Instagram starting to become very negative at times, unless mm-hmm. you follow the right people. You know, as long as, as long as you're making sure that you you can like un you could stop the feed from pe- stuff you don't want to see, obviously. But it's uh, it's changed. It's definitely changed. Facebook has changed quite a bit in terms of what what comes through your feed. So I don't know. I've been enjoying you know, the, the TikTok thing. It's been pretty cool to see a lot of fun people getting on there, just just having a good time. Like this guy, this guy basically was just like a dude and living somewhere, and he he did this song. I forget the song he was dancing to. And he, he was riding on a on a, a on a longboard with like, and he was drinking ocean spray, and apparently <laughs> ocean spray's sales went up like forty percent. <laughs> so they they bought him like a brand new truck, and he's got like like he has like a full like deal now. <laughs> he has like a people managing him, and it's really cool. It's, and he's and when you watch his videos, you know what? It, shout out to him. He's it, yes, he was just a normal guy before he got picked up by these videos, but he puts out such an amazing energy and you can see that and you can feel it. And he's just a normal guy, you know, Man, um, are you going to do some TikToks? I, I've I been, I've been, I, I told you, check me out. The ear doc. That's my, that's my moniker. Are you doing dances on this? I got to see this. I am. Oh, Woo! oh yeah. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> as soon as we're done here. Yep, <laughs> as soon as we're done, that's going to be yeah. my homework. <laughs> I got to see this. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Are you gonna do a TikTok for Style Studio, Cash? Um, I think I have a TikTok, but no one really uses it. Yeah. That's a whole other platform. I can't. It's just it's business. 
It's a lot. Right. It's, yeah. It's a, that's extra now. Now we got to manage that great content. It's another, that. it's another, right. It's another cherry on top. That's good. Like if I did it personally, you know, people can see it. I never really played with TikTok. I don't even have Facebook. Like I have it, but I have like zero people on it. Mm. Like I said, because I, I like the human connections better. Call me, text me. Yeah, I hear that. Facebook isn't what it used to be either. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think the overarching theme here from from everything we really talked about is that we need to do what we can as best as possible to get back to being able to connect with each other. Whether it's it's through things like like TikTok, I know it's not human mm-hmm. you know, in person, but um, taking the liberties when we can and we feel safe and we feel comfortable, and getting around getting around our friends, getting around uh, strangers, and and getting around people again. I I I think we we took for granted that 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 ability to be able to go and just do that whenever we wanted to to walk into a supermarket and and have an interaction with a stranger. You know, and then go home and tell that story. Be able to, even if it was a negative one, where like maybe you like kind of like argued with somebody in the in the in the supermarket, but mm-hmm. it, it became like it became part of your day, and you got to go now and tell that story. And I think we took all of us took uh, a lot of that for granted because in a, in an instant it was gone. And again, it's not uh, it's not downplaying um, just the really terrible effect of of this virus and how oh, so many people that lost their lives. It's just, it's the spotlight that this whole COVID-19 put on, I think, us. Uh, the Hey, we're here. This podcast is based in the United States. So we're obviously, I, we have listeners in other countries too. But um, for those of us here in the States, just our freedoms to be able to be, be what we want to be, do what we want to be, be artists the way we want to be, right? Kaz, uh, you as an artist, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I, I feel for musicians uh, in, in a big way too. Um, not being able to uh, to go out and share their craft right now, and it's it's just everybody. Everybody's been affected. So I think I think what I'm you know, really feeling from this whole this whole discussion we've had today is that we just got to do what we have to do to get back to being to as best as we can, and and not losing sight of it. Maybe it's going to look different in the future, and there may be this, like you said, we got to be like water and and just flow with these new changes, but we have to get back to really what, what ties us to each other and what, what makes us human, what this, this piece of us that, that is humanity. It's going to take some time, but we'll get there. Absolutely. Well said. Kaz, what's the best place, you know, um, we're definitely going to have you back on, on the positivity effect in the future, especially as you know, we're, we're going to be following along with each other and, and watching Z style, you know, I like to say Z Styles. I know it's Styles. I just like saying it that way. Styles Studio, <laughs> as it grows and you expand, and and I know you have a big vision for your brand, and and we'll be right there alongside you. Um, wh- what's the best place people can connect with you right now? Uh, Instagram for sure. Styles Studio with the Z Z T Y L E Z Studio, or on my personal Instagram, Kaz Styles K A Z Z T Y L E Z. I'm there too. And um, check us out. Excellent. If you're in Queens or if you're yeah. coming yeah. from anywhere, mm-hmm. we're we're open seven days a week. We take appointments. You could walk in, but mm, it's a hit or miss sometimes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have some pretty cool merch that's going to be coming out soon too. If they, they mm-hmm. head over to stylestudio.com, so we'll uh, we'll definitely let everybody know about that. But um, you know, nothing but love. Uh, thank you so much, you know, for your time and, and coming on the show. Thank you for having and, me. Uh, I'm very intentional of who I bring on this podcast, and uh, as is Mike, and and we appreciate the energy that you're putting out into this world. Um, I I like to be like a broken record. We need that more than ever right now. We need to be focusing on on those relationships in our life that are going to build us up and they're going to help us get to the next level and just help us feel good and feel, feel like you said, like, right, that human connection, feel like we're connected. And that's what you barbers and beauticians and, and the salons, it's what you guys do on a day to by day basis. So we, we definitely appreciate you. We know our listeners appreciate you and the work that you do. And 
I think uh, Mr. Audio Velvet Man, you got to take us out as always, brother. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Kaz, once again, thanks so much for joining us, man. This was a blast. We want to have you back on. And, you know, <clears throat> I think it's, uh, I think I'll probably come see you this week. Um, you know, trying to keep, trying to keep the, uh, you know, the haircut fresh. <laughs> keep it, keep it fresh and keep the lines sharp. So I'll be coming to see you. I'll be making an appointment, uh, real soon. Um, and guys, do yourself a favor. You know, you want a clean cut. You know, you want to go to a place that you know you're going to be taken care of, that you know is a clean, safe, positive environment. Definitely, definitely, definitely check out Styles Studios, man. You cannot do anything wrong by going to see her. Um, so do yourself a favor and book an appointment as soon as you can, all right? Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Another episode in the bag of the Positivity Effect. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to the next episode. We're talking more positivity. So in the meantime, as always, stay safe, stay positive, stay productive, stay dapper, and stay tuned. Everybody take care out there. We'll see you soon. Peace. Take care, Peace. guys. <laughs>